On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, a lot of conversation on what will actually be the next big catalyst in the NFT and crypto space to onboard users into Web3, NFTs, crypto technology, and digital collectibles. A lot of speculation across the board per usual on which chain it'll be on, how we feel about the current sentiment, projects we're still looking at, things we still feel strongly about. If you want to tune into the episodes live Monday to Friday, 8 a.m. Eastern time, Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern time, at Easy Eats Bodega on Twitter. And shout out the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us analytics, giving us developer tools, and making lives so much easier to navigate the Solana ecosystem. But let's dive into the episode. What is going on, Web3 Ecosystem? We are back again for another episode of Web3 Made Easy. Monday to Thursday, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, wrapping up the week. It's been a busy day. The boys over here generating some art, working through some rules, doing a whole mess of fun stuff as we get right. So maybe we get a couple little teasers on the YouTube shortly after the show with the gang. I'm excited for it. Excited for the market in general, to be honest. You know, it's been a doom and gloom couple days, but it's time we get a little bit positive here. Some good things in the works. Seems like BlackRock is launching some some positive things. A Metaverse ETF fund has just kicked off, and we're seeing some projects get some volume because of it. We also had a thousand collection Modern Muse Mint Pass for some Marilyn Monroe NFTs that went all the way up to 0.8 ETH. So there's certainly still some liquidity in the ecosystem. Just got to pick your spots, sit on your hands, be a little bit more comfortable not diving into anything and everything. And I think things will be all right. You know, we're still showing up every day, which is pretty damn wild to think about it because it's quite an interesting time. Twitter space is still being a big headache. It takes a little bit of time for people to connect. It might look like. So I'm anxiously waiting for Bison and JS to connect here. I'm hopeful they can hear me. But knowing how Twitter spaces have been, they'll probably start talking and I won't hear shit. Other than that, though, it's time to dive right into the market itself. Shout out to the title sponsor of all the content, HelloMoon.io, giving us the analytics on the Solana ecosystem. If you're a developer and you're not using their free API calls, you're slacking. It's going to make your life one hell of a lot easier. That's for damn sure. But let's get right into the action. We're sitting at about 61,000 Solana volume across the marketplace today. Still trending down. I wonder if we're going to see 50K, 45K. And if we do, that's okay because that just means more cash on the sidelines. And I think sooner or later, some catalysts will continue to roll out, and I'm eager for them. Excited as a whole, you know? We got some airdrops across chains kicking off. We got Coinbase announcing their own version of an L2. So it's not all doom and gloom, baby. We're still showing up every single day, still talking about the market, still excited for the action. And uh, what better day than today to talk about it all? We got Utah 127. D-God's back to 516. Seems like he got a 20-soul swing every single time those damn things go under 500. So if you're comfortable deploying a massive amount of capital for a quick little gain, you got one. Okay, Bears at 42. ABC's back above 70. Jelly Rascal's at 89. Blocksmith's. At 62.6. Clannosaurus holding 26. Dual bots at 63. Transdimensional Foxes at 15. Famous Fox at 48. SMBs back to their stablecoin pricing of 215. Anons at 1.78. Not to be mistaken for 888 Club. Moon holders of the Moon Holding NFT minting right now at a 2.25 secondary price action. We got DGen Apes back into the trending collection at 52. Liberty Square, the Sinister Squirrel Syndicate, up to 12.6. And as we pivot over to the open seas, 
Clone X at 5.15, Moonbirds at 6.5, Pudgy Penguins at 5.42, Doodles at 5.44, reflipping back over the Moonbirds. Azuki at 15.25, Worldwide Webland back into the 24 hour trending charts, doing 500 ETH volume, sitting at half an ETH. Based, the Coinbase free NFT that everybody spent way too much gas price on is currently under a 0.01 ETH cost, but some of the sub 500s numbered. Just like good old ENS. We're trading up upwards of two ETH. Number 420 sold for exactly two ETH. Who the fuck is buying that? They've done 292 ETH volume, which even with half a percent royalty is more volume earned for Coinbase than they've done in the entire lifetime of the Coinbase NFT marketplace. Modern Muse, the Marilyn Monroe times Z Blocks Mint Pass is currently at a 0.76 floor. Could have scooped that up for 0.2. Nice little 4X. Valhalla at 0.99 ETH. Got to give a shout out to Sneaky Ninja Pants. We love the guy for sure. You know, he just shot me a quick little tag, told me to say his name. So why not? If you want a shout out, just tag me, I guess. Top collections. We got Mew and Apes at 16.19. Other deeds back under 2 to 1.93. Opepin's at 0.56. Board Ape Kennel Club back under 8 at 7.85. Chex VV at 1.8. Board Ape's at 75. It's great. It's great. Let's get into the action. Bunny, you, you're just texting me. You told me you think you just got the lowest ever Toad Mode score possible. What what happened, man? Bro, 321. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? The Toad score. You know your Toad yeah, score? You scored 321. Yeah, that wasn't my overall score. That was just in the Toad Mode. Uh, Bro, section. if you don't even move the mouse, you'll score over that. I'm telling you, it was like I was missing these things on purpose. I couldn't hit a frog. Dude, 320? What is wrong with you, man? No, 321. Oh, is it 321? Okay, okay. Yeah, right. You got to get that extra point. Bro, that's just pathetic. What's your highest score? It's the same. It hasn't gone <laughs> Dude, up. You are, you are, you're really good at this game. Uh, holy shit. I haven't played a lot. Dude, don't I, I give me the excuses. You know, not all of us just sit around playing video games all day. Bro, think? I wish I could play video games. I'm over here renaming traits and shit so that these stupid rules will work with each other before this thing self-implodes. Frisk, how we living? Easy, heads or tails? tails. Okay, give me one minute. Uh, we're doing good. Uh, one thing we haven't spoken about yet on the show today that was uh, kind of a big deal. We had two artists from Solana making it into Sotheby's. Fuck, I lost. Making it into Sotheby's, you, which I thought was kind of crazy. Are you DCFing? Maybe. I, which I thought was kind of like interesting. Wait. Because. Go tells again. Okay. Done. Now we're waiting. Yeah. So two artists, one named Laura L, one named uh, Sleeper. Two artists who, one, one is more of an abstract artist. Like, Did you win? Is, I don't really know. Yes, I will. Let's go. Tails never fails, baby. Uh, uh, I literally heard that. Well, I just fucking get it. I'm going to do it again. I literally Anyways, heard the um, background ching. <laughs> you hear it? God fucking damn it. This, <laughs> this is a terrible fucking practice on, on a show. We're down horrendous, guys. Uh, yeah, Sotheby's is no little no little deal. And when I saw a sleeper get, uh, like, uh, acquired, not really acquired, but, like, get his piece into Sotheby's, I was like, that's cool. And then I saw it happen to Laura L as well. And I was like, okay, two Solana artists in particular. I don't really know if there's a pattern to be paying attention to, but the one of one scene has been really interesting lately. I have my praises and my gripes to go along with it, but nonetheless, it's something that it's hard to ignore because Sotheby's is a really big deal. So 
I just felt like shutting that out. I don't know if there's like maybe more artists that have been reached out to by Sotheby's on the horizon, but it's definitely interesting. And I think that people are paying attention to it as well right now. And we're seeing a really big meta in that scene. I, I'm not too knowledgeable on it, but I've done a little bit of research lately. And from what I've seen, like it seems like there's a lot more liveliness lately. And so when we have volume of Magic Eden being quite literally almost sub 60K, Jesus fuck, it, it sometimes is good to place bets on, on the long term. Easy, really quick, heads or tails. Tails. Tails number fails. God damn it. All right, just go to the next person. All right, well, Manny, how are we doing over there? Dude, I'm alive. I'm doing well. You know, I'm uh, getting into thriving, but I am definitely surviving right now. Nothing too, like, just sitting on my hands so far, trying to find, like, where I'm in a position, some capital. When everybody says, like, don't buy, this is where I kind of tend to lean in. Looking for some deals. SMBs at 215 looks interesting. My, like, a bid at 198 would be, like, pretty solid if it can hit. So, just kind of waiting, maybe look into the raffle meta, see what I can pick up on raffles. I saw a bunch of people hitting a bunch of utes on raffles, so I think that that might be interesting. Outside of that, really it? That's it? I like it. I like it. Uh, I don't think that it's a bad move to consider SMBs. We haven't really gotten much since the most recent scenario with the ABC acquisition. So I think that that's actually setting up for some potential catalysts. It seems like they've given them the Hades tokens. So that's good. Um, now they can actually make a formal, and not an acquisition rumor, because it's technically not an acquisition, right? A formal leave exit, uh, I guess you could probably call it, of the Hades DAO. So that's one thing I'm curious about, because you know it's coming. That vote will happen eventually. Um yeah, so there's a couple of key things that I'm like pretty interested about from like a larger perspective. That's something that I'm like trying to really figure out here and see where that narrative shift, I guess, could come into play and what actually happens with that. Because you got a lot of people pretty, pretty strong uh, sentiment wise about that recent acquisition. And I think that we're still waiting on some votes to come out, some restructuring. And I think if something goes through, you could see some potential upside. We do. St- I think the Monkey Dow collection is still minting, which I'm very curious about. But I want to pass it over to Bison. Bison, how are we living? Fantastic, easy. Um, actually, not like not at all. This this market is just miserable. It is. I, I'm sitting over here. I've been saying it. I'm celebrating like a five percent gain on an NFT. That's not even including marketplace fees. Geckos, super stoked about them. They were 38 the other day when Dora and I did a face-off and uh, Dora picked Utes at 124 and the, the Utes is up to like 127. And geckos are up to 40 point something and I'm sitting over here just like fucking fist pumping. That is so tragic. We are down horrendous. Um, I, God, dude, I just want fun again. I, I've been talking with a lot of people just bringing back fun and, um, you know, like, it, I'm just looking forward to a lot of stuff. I do hope we have catalysts on the horizon. Um, hey, I'm like digging into other markets for news, like this Coinbase announcement. Like, I, I even know what they're doing, dude. What optimism? Um, yeah, I, optimism I think, pumped. Absolutely yeah, too often. Yeah. That was the easiest trade ever, dude. It is I sad. Know. I'm making more in fucking shitcoin trades on spot, not even leverage on spot versus NFTs um, on Solana. Like that is, oh, dude. I'm so I'm so tired. It's so boring, dude. Yeah, it's definitely, it's kind of chaotic. I mean, when you think about it though, it's like the market right now is not valuing mints that are basically two solar higher, no matter what the, what the value add is, which becomes difficult. On top of it, you still have one of one selling for 50, 60, 70 soul. 
the thing is, it's very much so an attention economy on Solana right now. Like, I even look at hyperglyphs. And if you haven't taken a look at those, when they first, like, sub 300s were going for 20 to 30 soul, you could sneak one in now for like one and a half to three soul, which is kind of crazy. Because um, I still think once those sell out, there's going to be eventual volume on it. It's on chain art. First time we've really seen something from that generative perspective and the way the actual mint is, is really interesting to me. Um, so there's like the art scene is where like a lot of this liquidity is still flowing. Like if you get into a one of one artist early, you can still make a 50, 60, 70 X. Dude, a hundred percent. And you want, it's so funny that Frisk brings it up because I was going to bring it up and I'm sure JS over here is probably thinking about it too. Um, was sleeper and Laurel's announcement for Sotheby's uh, dude. Shake's been investing in sleeper for, for ages. This man has been on the sleeper stand train for like, since they were like 10 soul or something like that, this dude's about to make a bag. I think he has like three or four sleepers and they're just, God, I was going to make crazy money off of that. Dude. Oh my gosh, dude. They're, they're, well, they're so sick too. I mean, it's, um, you know, I know you're, a uh, uh, OX flat maxi like myself. Um, but you know, sleeper style of super flat is just, it's insanely good. Like it's insanely good. So I'm, I'm stoked to see these Solana artists kind of pump up things. And I, I really do think we'll have like a way better March and April. Um, I'm hoping April, like I'm hoping like a bunch of people get tax refunds and everybody's like, oh shit. Yeah. I got some money to spend on JPEGs and we just go ham in April. And then, you know, May, they always say sell in May, walk away. They might be a, a thing, but I do think we get a little relief rally soon. So I'm right there, you got to think about the, uh, the liquidity play here. What's going to happen. We have another 300 million blur token getting airdropped into the ecosystem on the ETH side. You have people actively trading on Arbitrum. Arbitrum did more transactions than ETH. I think it was two days, three days ago. And that alone is really interesting to me. The optimism situation, I'm not terribly interested in. I'm like more curious what happens with base and like how they quote empowered D apps and like other things from that ecosystem. I am also looking at like it's gonna sound wild, but basically any of these alt chains that are still thriving. Like AVAX, I'm a huge AVAX fan, and they're continuing to have net increase users over there. Phantom floor prices on their NFTs are rising. HBAR has been pumping. Shout out shout out my HBARBarians, baby. Because that NFT ecosystem and token has just been cooking since I was talking about it back in November. So like, it is good to see some of those returns. But bro, I think the soul situation right now, a lot of people overlook this. But since January, the token's up 143%. And like we were seeing a ton of volume in December because it was also $8. So like, that inflated volume right now would be equivalent to almost 200k in USD talk. So that's something I'm like interested in when you start to actually look at it from like a macro standpoint. And when you think about like additional liquidity, there are catalysts, but it may not be the traditional catalyst we're looking at. And that's something that to me I struggle with. Um because I like to think like, oh, it all comes back to these existing NFTs, but that's not always the case. Like all it really takes is for something new to happen and potentially even think about it. Like everyone knows this Amazon blockchain and Amazon NFT marketplace is coming. It's like the worst kept secret. And I think that could be big. Like that in itself could onboard people, especially if they go the Reddit route where it's not an NFT. It's like a digital item that like you can actually resell right back on Amazon. And there's a lot of things about that that have me really interested. And I, I want to, I just want to be early on that. Cause like that's a net new army of participants, you know? So let's hit some of these other hands though. JS, what's going on? Uh, heads or tails easy. Tails. We're running it. Also, <laughs> I, I've been wall watching. Frisk has lost every single flip and everyone else has won. It's the funniest thing ever. Um, I'm not even, it's not funny. It's not fucking funny, man. Six times in a row I've lost tails. 
Six times in a fucking row. How? Dude, I have the world's worst oh, luck. I lost. God damn it. Anyway. Uh, Tails never fails, baby. It fails to do what? Make you lose money? It's never failed. I didn't lose enough oh money God. in Vegas. I guess we're making up for that. Um, Fuck my life. I can't no, back to the one-on-one side of things. Um, you know, I'm sitting pretty with my sleeper piece. I think, uh, like, I know the card market is, has gone up, I think, 30% for both. Uh for for both sleeper and Laura, I, I think OTC the 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 lowest you can get a lurker for is seven fifty, and I think OTC for sleeper it's like two thirty. Uh, we should be seeing one deal go through today, but um, you know I don't think they're done at all. And what's weird about both these guys is that they started on Soul, went to Super Air, and then went to Sotheby's. Um, but I think like their original pieces on Soul may end up getting more value than some of their ETH pieces just because. I think art uh, is more blockchain agnostic than NFTs. So we'll see how that kind of fares. I'm, I'm pretty interested to see how that plays out. And then when it comes to the market, you know, we're all talking about like no volume, but in the end, NFTs are like a circular liquidity game. And when there's no new products that come up, like products sent to the stall and there's no like real trading to be done. So like in the past two months, what's like a good project that you've seen like, oh, I, I was excited for that. And it's like, eh. Especially on Soul, that is. Maybe it's a different story, but like, I don't really see anything that's uh, speaking to me. Yeah, I mean, I'm in the same boat, bro. Like, I'm, and I know we have Bison up here, but I'm, I'm extremely excited for the heist. I think it's something new that I'm excited to actually play. Um, and dude, like, I, when I was in New York, I suck at sleep in general, but I was just awake at like two in the morning farming sunflowers on Polygon Sunflower. Oh, no, uh, for it's sure. like the I'll, dumbest game. I was bro. saying the past two months, not the f- next two months. I think the next two months are going to be great. Uh, yeah, I mean, dude, past two months, we've literally just seen Bonk inject liquidity into the ecosystem that was net new, which helped drive action up on things that like no one really gave a shit about, sadly. So like that's kind of the same thing we're seeing right now with Blur. And I think that this comes crashing down when the farming stops on the bid walls, which is like, I literally posted a tweet the day after that like euphoric phase when Blur was still, before it hit that like $1.28, $1.30 range. And was like, I'm selling everything. Like this is all going to, this. we literally saw this playbook on Soul. Like this liquidity is going to flow out and install and people are going to be chasing for an exit. So I'd rather miss some potential upside and be hyper liquid and basically only scalp trade and interday trade things with volume and be cash at night you know like that's where i'm completely comfortable with um on a a separate note i got some breaking news real quick what happened decentraland tweeted that wedding bells will be ringing jump in and celebrate the marriage of two taco bell lovers tying the knot in the metaverse no fucking way yeah, I'm, I'm dead serious. Taco Bell responded and said, we can't wait. So it's a real wedding with a real couple. Okay, a nobody's real going to that. And an unreal Taco Bell metaverse venue. Uh, dude, Bunny, we should attend. Maybe we attend on stream. Speak for yourself, Bunny. If I can get a wait list or a PO app or something that gets me, I'm, uh, you know, it's better than most weddings I go to. There's seven people. There's less people on the Central Land than there is on Coinbase uh, NFCs. Like. Yeah, dude, but like it makes you motion sick. But Bunny, imagine if we were like six of the, imagine if we were two of the six participants at the first That's Taco right. Bell Decentraland wedding. Yeah, I guess so. Do you get free taco? If you get free Taco Bell, dude, just hook me up with a Mexican life. pizza and I'm good to go. That's all I need. 
Let's just some of his hands I, real quick. I, I fucking his hate it here. I just got to cut in and just say, I just fucking hate it here still. Thanks. Go ahead. <laughs> we'll circle back over to you, Chief. Shrimp, what's going on? Then, Thiz, then uh, we're going to go to Liberty. Yeah, two things, man. One, honestly, moon holdings, dude. I'm honestly depressed on how the mint went for them uh, because, dude, if they really produce what they say they're going to, I think that was really going to be something a lot of people would utilize. And the utility was something that, I mean, I don't think is really out there right now. But they did stop the mint, and it's like 1,600 minted trading on secondary. And then I guess they're going to do another mint phase later on with the rest of the supply. So I respect them for not cutting the supply nor the mint, lowering the mint price. So, I mean, that's just like a little, like, I don't know, love to them because – I don't know, dude. There's not a lot of stuff that's being different in the space, and I feel like they should have gotten a little bit more respect than what was given to them. But I think Bling's mints tomorrow, which I'm not bullish on, but it looks like on the supply is 2,000 out of 2.5 mint on Magic Eden, and it's from the Gothic Degens. And I know we talked about it before with the advisor with Frank on there and Ice Knife and stuff. Sadly, I think that thing's going to be a play. And it's sad that I have to say that, but I feel like that's going to get more attention, way more volume than, you know, something that has better value. Do you though? Dude, listen, man, this is what's happening in this fucking space at this point, dude. We're not paying attention to things that I feel like are more beneficial and long-term and looking at the ecosystem more than just two months. But, uh, I guess at this current moment, we're just looking for something to give us a quick uh, 0.2 sole profit. So 2K supply, if that's what it is, I thought it was more than that. But based on the Magic Eden Launchpad, it says a 2K supply. I don't know, dude. I feel like God knows what reason that's going to actually do something. Projects are cutting supply before they even launch now. It's like the pre-cut. Dude, I I thought it was more than 2K. I really did. But I guess maybe they're doing something different. I have no idea. I personally am not bullish on it because if you read the roadmap, I don't think there's much change than what they did just using fancy words and using points now instead of a staking token. Yeah, you bring up a good point, my friend. No, I don't think you're wrong. Diz, what's going on? Hey, um... Oh, three quick things. First of all, easy. This is a serious question for you. Do you know how bad your breaking news music sucks? Or do you, or you just don't want to do anything about it? It's the worst. I mean... Breaking news, Thiz. Nobody fucking asked. <laughs> okay. Two more things. I'll actually follow up on two things JS talked about, and it's come up a lot. And it's about the one-on-one art, what's happening on Solana. You got to remember that, you know, the OG, OG projects on art blocks were generative art, right? Now, that word got thrown around over here to many different things. But there's a form of generative art called long form, and that's where the artist doesn't curate it. The computer does. The software does. The art is in the code. And there's going to be a debate as to which was the first long form gen art project on Solana. And the first successful one will be a very, very great, will be a great project. So think about that as you're looking at these uh, gen art projects right now. Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying? I guess. You don't. I mean, the, the one who's the first long form who's successful will be a, a project that generates a lot of wealth is what I'm saying. Well, what is long form art? 
Okay, so long form, there's two forms of generative art. The first type is where um, the artist, cure, you know, paints a bunch of shit and then curates the one he thinks is best or she thinks is best. Long form, there is no curation. The code just puts out what's out there. The art is in the code, not in the curating of what it looks like. Does that make sense? It's a long form. It's the pure form. It's what's, you know, Squiggles and Fidenza and all those OG ones. They're long form. It sounds like me? confusion. Okay. Well, there, there's going to be one of two projects are going to be the first, and I don't know which one, so we'll see. And I don't even want to mention which one it is because everybody's going to bid, bid me out like you've been doing. You yeah, yeah, that's perfect. fine. I mean, hey, we may have bid you out on Hyperglyph, but now you can get one for 90% off. Well, uh, you funny story. I actually put <laughs> early on, I put a bid in at 17. I thought I won it, and I was like, I told people I had it, and then I figured out I didn't win it later. It's like, that's a fucking 17 soul win right there. Um, final thing, no doom and gloom. I got one more minute. There's so much doom and gloom. I am so positive on shit. It really depends on your time horizon. Like if you have to pay to live now, then it sucks because there's no way to generate money. But if you just go out, think, I got, think about the blockchain does two things right now, two things, crypto and NFTs in a year, it's going to do a hundred things. Billions is going to be made. So I'm nothing but bullish. Doom and gloom is fine. I'm just tired of talking about doom and gloom. Let's talk about 2024. Yeah, you had an interesting comment made in the Nifty Discord. I think you said like 147 billion or something. Well, that number was kind of pulled out of my ass. I'm going to be honest with oh, you. Oh, so you fucking lied. But, but it's somewhere up in that range. My point is, think about it. And I, I, I give a story a lot to people about uh, comparing TCPIP to blockchain. They were both simple protocols. Well, TCPIP thought it was going to be something really simple and stupid. Well, it led to this thing called the internet. Blockchain right now only does two fucking things. Crypto, DeFi, and NFTs. And in 18 months, it's going to do 200 things. And that's what you know, everyone needs to be get set up about. And that's why I'm so jacked up. That's why you get no doom and gloom from me. I'm bullish on everything. Okay, that's fine by me, you know. Um, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it for what it is, I guess. You know. Um, <laughs> Prove me wrong. I don't have to. That's the best Thank part. You very good. I don't have to. So, <laughs> there we go. Liberty, what's going on? Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good, except for Thiz talking shit about my uh, my music. Yeah, I, that was a little bit fucking uncalled for, Thiz. I was gonna. It was not uncalled for. It, Everyone knows it's toxic. true. Everyone I knows it's true. Can you believe a project? I wonder what's talking people that way. Holy shit! I can't believe Badago's is gonna moon. Ah, is there you. a barf emoji? Sorry. Where's the barf? I want the barf emoji for the music. No, but there is fucking bunny. I got a bone to pick with your ass. I have been driving around your shitty ass state for an hour looking for a fucking Wawa, and I cannot find one. So we'll deal with that later. Do you have Google Maps? I wasn't looking for it. I was listening to you guys, and I was like, fuck, I need to find a Wawa before I talk because Buddy's going to ask. But I made a big scene about it. Just let me have my moment. Thanks. Uh, you guys you got to get the gobbler. Get the gobbler. A gobble ghoul. Uh, there's, uh, yeah, you guys were talking about some new blockchains that might be coming around and 
some secrets in the, the ecosystems and things like that. I was just wondering some opinions on that, right? Especially in light of some of the announcements with uh, Top Shots and securities and things. Do we think that, uh, yeah, I think they're liquidity events, right? I think they're massive ones. It'd be weird to be part of one, but um, I do wonder why we're so upset these days. I know it's rough out here, but like motherfuckers are still out here building I think you forget that while you guys are up here trading and slinging art back and forth, there are people actually working and building for the future. So, just all it does is take one announcement. That's it. Hey, yeah, I, I can't make it yet. <laughs> just one. All right, we'll wait. I Still I, waiting. I can't. I can't do it. Well, <laughs> soon. With two. Jesse, zero. what's going on? What's up, man? Yeah, I was. I was ready to get out of the doom and gloom. But then he said, uh, you know, with the, with Jenner of art, he said he or she. So he blew it. He blew his all his credibility. We all we all know there's no women in this space. I mean, give me a break. Uh, but no, I'm I'm I'm. Uh, Dude, I gotta cut in on this one. I gotta just cut in real quick. Let me tell you right now, there is zero chance that we make it if we don't get more. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm dancing now. Get that doom and gloom out of here. Get that positive space where more women. <laughs> we got to have more women in the space. We got to allow it. And right now, we pause it. <laughs> no, but I, uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm, I'm feeling all right. I think uh, we got a little bit of good news here with the, uh, uh, we got, what is it? Blur allowing. Uh, you know, uh, what's it called? Flagged NFTs now with a nice, uh, you know, now we can look in that, you know, folder, the dead folder or the flag folder and go find that those flagged NFTs. That's, uh, I'm kind of looking forward to making a little bit of money off, off some things I had there. Um, but I'm glad, uh, I, mean, we'll, I mean, we'll see, but I think that, that that's a positive change. I mean, we've got, um, everybody says it's doom and gloom. NFTs are doom and gloom, right? But I mean, crypto, I mean, were you guys here in December? Like everybody had like razor blades next to their mouse. Like ETH is doing fine. You know, Soul's solid at 25. You know, there's been other, you could, there's other plays with stacks and blur. I mean, I'm not a token guy. So yeah, I got into this game for, for, for trading, you know, stupid JPEG. So I'm not, I get, I get no, I, I don't get aroused by, by DCing into coins, but I just mean, it's not nearly as bad as it could have been and i mean easy i see you're making the most of it easy now he i like the pivot you did from from recommending nfts to recommending a new mouse and keyboard that was a good one this is a this is a good pivot for you dude it's worth it i'm in i'm in the market for a new webcam so if you you're gonna it looks like you're shifting to an unbox if you just an unboxing for the youtube channel i think that's a nice natural pivot for you i mean anything's better than watching you and frisk on the freaking YouTube, drawing freaking parallelograms on a chart, like you know, as you're some kind of new generation astrologist. Like we all know those fucking hexagons they don't do shit. So at least if you could find me a new webcam, you know, we might get something out of this bear market. Yeah, we'll we'll slide some webcam things. I know, uh, I know you're eagerly excited to launch your only feet career. So we'll get you involved, buddy. We'll get to look it up. We'll get, we'll get you the perfect webcam for it. Yes, what's going on? Then we're gonna go up to Finn. Uh, going off of this is thing. Um, Exchange is actually launching their own uh, long-form generative art collection called Code Canvas, and they have these Coca Passes, which, as of yesterday, are selling for around 400 soul each. So, what the fuck? yeah, um, 
And I think well, a hundred percent. I don't want to interrupt, but that's what I was talking about. There's going to be a race. It's not clear who's going to have the first one. That's my point. The community will have to decide. But no, yes, I that think- is a great project. That is a hundred percent. Anyone that wants to follow Aaron Solano that's not following Code Canvas is just doing it wrong. I'm telling you, it's a cool project. I hope my bags are pointless, but yeah, I mean, I think, I, I, I think like the thing with playground waves is they were not actually generative. They were like kind of picked and chosen and I, I i think the code was not random so like they're cool but they're not the ogs like i think soul is still looking for their squiggles and this might be it you're saying the so code canvas one is going to be the squiggles meaning like a, a squiggles representative like you know when it comes to ETH, it's like oh you know what's the what's the first generative art that you kind of think of everyone kind of thinks of squiggles maybe like Playground waves. Well, that's why I said yeah, waves not, aren't actually it's not really. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, waves aren't actually real. Playground waves. Just play the fucking music, easy. Just do it. Dude, it gets me going every fucking time, dude. It never fucking misses. Oh my I god. I don't know who says it's bad. Finn, what's going on? But it's like it's fantastic. Yeah, dude. Fucking saying like no, it's the best. It's the best fucking music. It hypes me up every time. I'm soaked now. Uh, every time you play it, it just it rejuvenates my my soul. Um, I got two things. One, I love the throwback to December Doom and Gloom because I feel like that Doom and Gloom was fucking bad. Like when he hit like what was it like eight hundred? Like, dude, this space sucked. But everyone's like a lot more back. We're, we're a lot more back. Anyway, second thing though. Um, I love that you're getting into Polygon stuff because I'm also getting heavy into Polygon stuff. And if you had told me like six months ago uh, to look at Polygon, I would have fucking laughed in your face. Like genuinely, I would have I would have laughed. I would have been like, yeah, sure. Um, but, you know, nowadays I work for a company um, that's, you know, doing. So is this a show? No, I'm not gonna, I wasn't going to mention what it was. Okay. Um, I was going to withhold. Wait, um, what is it though, Finn? Now you gotta share it. Like, it's, it's just, okay, so I, I work for a company called Wildcard. It's a web for gaming company. Um, they've they built a couple famous games like Words of Friends and uh, and Age of Empires, and now they're building a, a polygon based game. So I get to work with the polygon team, um, and I have become exorbitantly bullish uh, on polygon and sort of the way that they're looking at things, which is. Not necessarily PFP focused. It's not necessarily trading focused. It's utility focused, which is what I care the most about out of NFTs. Uh, so that's where I've been getting more excited. I also sold off a ton of my NFT bags, to be honest, and consolidated way down on like PFPs and trading assets, um, and have been a little bit more focused on like what's the actual benefit I get outside of monetary for these things. Um, why do I hold ten of a project if I really only need one to get utility from it? Um, so yeah, so I'm taking a, a little bit of a, a new approach in the new year, uh, and I'm excited to see what happens on Polygon. Bro, I was shocked at how many times I could mi- like farm sunflowers and potatoes in one sitting. Like, I was like, Shit, it's so this fun. Is you can just keep doing fucking it. game, dude. I know. I need to get. I need to get you. You need to get a PC so I can get you set up to play our game. Uh, yeah, I know. I want to play more of them. I think that there's a lot of opportunity there, especially because a lot of these polygon mints are minting for free. So like, free or insanely cheap. So yeah, some of the cool, the cool alphas. We're actually partnered with OpenSea to do. They're going to allow polygon mints on their homepage now. Ooh, we like that. Yeah, so uh-huh. I'm going to need every whitelist, and so is all 241 <laughs> listeners right now. 
Deal. Sounds good. That's all we needed to hear. Shrimp, what's going on? We're gonna go up to Frisk. Hey, easy. I just had to correct myself. Um, I got a DM. The uh, supply is eight 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 for blends. Magic Eden lied to me once again, showing two K supply. I don't know why, but I don't want to get slandered again on the timeline. Well, you deserve to get slandered every fucking day, my friend. I'm tired of your bullshit. I, I think everybody is. I don't know. I'm just here. I like I like eight 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 eight. I like eight. Yeah, but two point five. Yeah, it's a good number. and uh, I'm I'm kind of bearish. Now I, I I retract my statement. At two K, it sounded like it might do something. You can't go nope. back. You can't go back. Retracting. You're bull. You, nope. You can't go back. I'll never bullish. Oh, well, thank uh, God no, the space were, is recorded. Were, Woo! I, I, let's I, did go. Say, I did say I wasn't bullish on it. I just said that. Son, go back no, to your room. No, you can't tell me what to do. <sighs> I love it here so much. Frisk, what do you got for us before we wrap? Two things. First off, Jesse, look up the Elgato face cam. Uh, it's probably one of the best value webcams you can find. And I think if you grab one of those, you probably can end up eventually drawing parallelograms one day as good as Easy and I. Just uh, keep keep working at it, bud. You'll get Same. there soon. Yeah. Same. Uh, secondly, and I, I hate to be like the doom and gloom stuff because we're trying to be positive, but I, I want to be as objective as possible. Volume is down. Let's not beat around the bush. Wash trading is happening. Let's not beat around the bush. But the thing that that I guess scares me the most, and easy, I think we spoke with this before, is the number of unique wallets being or uh, unique active wallets. I think that's the right term. Like across chain. Yeah, there's six. Yeah, yeah, that, that, and that's a good day. And so we're, we're even seeing that being reflected in, in even like my opinion, spaces numbers, which is not always the best metric, but something that I pay attention to is like social sentiment, like just amongst the Twitter sphere, because well, that happens to be something that's super interesting to take note of. And so in regards to the bull case at the moment being a an onboarding event, such as something like, I don't know, Coinbase dropping their all to the the very fabled Amazon marketplace, things like that, or even any potential upcoming mints. Is that going to be enough to drive users into the space, especially amongst something with like what, what I guess we're experiencing in regards to like macro conditions that are pretty, pretty fucking rough right now? And I obviously the answer is like, yes, it should be enough. But uh, can we expect it to be enough? Because we keep kind of falling into the same cycle of God, I feel like I'm going to go on a tangent. I'll start. I'll try and keep it short. The mint and print thing, how long does that keep up for? That's my bottom line here. And how long does that really maintain for people being able to, I guess, look at it as an onboarding uh, uh, mechanism? Not long. Not long. Um, but I think the big thing that we, like, we keep overstating is like, we talk about net new users. What if it's not into the ecosystems that we currently participate in? Like, is that a loss? No, I don't think so. Like, I think that there's a lot of things to consider when we talk like, what's going to trigger the next wave of volume. And maybe it just doesn't come in the traditional means that we're seeing now. Like the Reddit situation is a perfect example of that. But like you can't fault the fact that there is still more innovation, more tech and more kind of pieces coming to life when you break down things like even Spotify, token gating playlists. I'm not a huge fan of it. I don't think there's a massive value add, but that's just using technology in a way that they think could cause some disruption in a traditional market and that's like the first time we've seen quote utility from music nfts so i think that's like a, a net positive that someone's trying something and i think as that continues to keep the ball rolling that there's going to be more opportunities for it and i just think the biggest thing with everything is that it's still just not easy to use any of these things you have to save a 12 word seed phrase you have to 
can make sure that that thing's not able to be lit on fire in a house fire. You have to make sure it's able to be submerged in 300 feet of water. If that's the case, you know, like there's all kinds of ways that I think like make this difficult for the daily user. And I, I come back to everyone's favorite walk to earn with step in. And the benefit was like grandma Gertrude could use step in and understand what was going on. And if you can get more things like that, that's where the wind comes in. And that's where like, there's a benefit. And I know we all love like decentralized applications, but like, I think success actually stems from like, not so much decentralized as much as just ease of use, you know, like at the end of the day, bro, if people were so concerned and like wanted decentralization, they would never use the internet. Like your data is everywhere. You know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't send a text message. You wouldn't, you'd still be using flip phones, you know, like that's the bigger thing. Like we'd be moving like we were drug dealers because those are the people who actually give a shit about being hidden. And that's not really like how the average consumer interacts with day-to-day stuff. And I think that's like a big reality check for the space. And I think eventually it'll get there where like blockchain technology is the bigger win versus this hyper focus on decentralization. Like, bro, if decentralization was truly the core focus of everything, everyone would be trading on Monero and Zcash, you know, which are two completely anonymous chains and <laughs> we don't use them. Liberty, what do you got before we wrap up here? Uh, you covered a lot of what I was going to ask because first said uh, onboarding into the space and I was going to say which space because it's a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of spaces. Uh, the very near future is going to feel very fucking centralized and it's going to be a massive liquidity event. And I think that when that occurs and people can understand it, it becomes incumbent upon those of us that do give a shit about decentralization to educate people in the right way and onboard them into whatever preferred ecosystem that may be, whether it's Soulmatic, uh, ETH, whatever, Wax, maybe? Um, no, not at all. But Get the fuck out of here with that pretty, one. Dude, no shit. All right, sorry, I tried easy. I was just trying to be inclusive. You know, it's a, we're very inclusive here in Liberty Square. No, I, it's going to be really centralized. It's going to feel really centralized. I put a tweet out about this a few weeks ago, like, it's going to make many of us question everything that we thought we knew about Web3. And it's going to expose a lot of why people are tru- truly, truly here, which is either to collect or make money or both, right? Collect and make money is probably why I think a lot of people are here. I know our dear friend Jux is all about collecting. I know my dear friend Frisk is all about losing money. I know Bunny is all about uh, four apes. I know Easy is all about educating the masses. I know shrimp is all about bad takes. I know Manny is uh, very violent. I know Bison's really fucking smart, and I'm very excited for the heist. But I think that you take just even that, and Jesse, this, and I don't know enough about you. Um, there's, It's going to make all of us question why we're here and what we got here, why we came into the space in the first place. And I think that when we reframe that and we really look at it, it's a net positive. It's just not going to be realized instantly like we're used to. That's what I would say. I think it's spot on, my friend. Shrimp, real quick. I know you're going to rebuttal something stupid. Let's hear oh, it. Oh, since I have bad takes, buy squirrels. <laughs> Got him. That's going to do it for today's really, episode. Really. We're back again tomorrow at 8 a.m. Eastern time to wrap up the week. Love you all. Have a beautiful night. We'll catch you next time. We're going live at 6.15, so tune into the boys on YouTube uh, where we make up astrological signs on charts and hope price goes up.